Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show. You know, the Jets gave up a lot for me. So, you know, to just play one year, I think would be a disservice. If he stays healthy and he remains upright and he could go out there and do his thing, then you know what? I do think that there's a better than good chance. He at least runs this thing back for a second year, but you're not worrying about next year. The focus should be on this upcoming season because on paper, and the quarterback has a lot to do with it, sure, but on paper, this team has as good a chance as they have had to do big things probably in a dozen years. But if this team can stay healthy, yes, the quarterback is first and foremost on that list, then there's no reason why this team can't do some good things this year. This is the Dan Grosser Show. The Liverpool Golf Club across the pond. It's windy, it's dark, it's cold. Weather, I mean, again, go to the window. It looks great out. On 98.7 ESPN. Weather's great. Supposed to be nice tomorrow, too. Get outside, people. Get out. That's where I'm heading here in another hour. Dan Grosser Show, 98.7 ESPN, on this Saturday, 800-919-3776 is the telephone number, at Dan Grosser, where you can find me on Twitter. Anita's coming up uh, at noon. Just uh, a real quick programming update concerning yours truly, at least over the next couple of days. Monday, back again with Don. Dynamic duo. We're going to be holding down TMKS in the afternoon at 3, so we look forward to that. One more day of uh, shenanigans. Tuesday, we're going to be out at the golf event over on Long Island. So between 12 and 3, it's going to be like Bart, Han, and me, and it's going to be some sort of like line change type thing where they're going to do some of the show. I'll do some of the show. They're going to do some of the show. I'll do some of the show. So, yeah, I, I, I don't exactly know how it's going to work. I mean, I guess I'll figure it out or somebody will tell me before it happens. But that is the plan over the next couple of days. So TMKS Monday, 12 to 3 on Tuesday, and then more vacation after that. I told you we got to get these days in. Got to use them all up here soon because, you know, once we get to August here when the preseason starts and everything, it's full speed ahead. We've got to use these bad boys up. A lot of baseball today, a lot of football today. Those are the big topics of conversation. Yankees win last night. Billy McKinney, the hero. They hold off those pesky Kansas City Royals and win it 5-4. to four. They're going to give the ball to none other than Garrett Cole this afternoon to see if they could take the series and uh, win a couple of games in a row which certainly would be a good thing. Billy McKinney, by the way, rewarded for his excellent game last night. He's going to be in the leadoff spot tonight in center field. You actually have Ben Rortbat behind the plate hitting eighth today. So McKinney, Glaber Torres back at second base, batting second, Rizzo at first, Stanton the designated hitter, Franchi Cordero in right field. Then he got DJ at third, Cabrera in left. We told you Rortbat catching and Anthony Volpe Batting ninth at short, all for Garrett Cole, who will be on the mound. Mets are going to play two games 
this afternoon. Well, I should say one this afternoon, one tonight. They didn't get a chance to finish last night's game, the suspended contest. So it's 4-3 Mets. That one is uh, in the... I think they played four innings, four or five innings, whatever. But they still got half a game to play. It's four to three Mets. Uh, they're going to resume it at 2 o'clock this afternoon. And when that game is over, they're going to clear the ballpark at Fenway. And then the game that was originally scheduled for 4 o'clock this afternoon, that has now been pushed to a 7 o'clock prime time game. Max Scherzer will be on the bump tonight in that one for the Metropolitan. So hopefully you don't have to exhaust a lot of relief pitching in the completion of the suspended game, so you'll have as many arms available as possible for the game tonight. James Paxton is going to pitch the game tonight for the Red Sox, and yes, that name rings a bell, the former Yankee, and Paxton, you know, I know that he's battled injuries really throughout his career, but certainly the last handful of seasons, when he has pitched this year, it's actually been really, really, really good. So Mets are going to have their hands full tonight against Mr. Paxton, and you know, we haven't talked a lot about the Mets, but the bottom line with them is they got some decisions to make here over the next, you know, nine, ten days because I don't think anything has changed. I think that they should look to piece off whatever they could, namely the expiring contracts, David Robertson, Brooks Raley, Tommy Pham, guys like that. See what you could get for them because I don't think this team has what it takes to – make a charge to the playoffs, and if they do get to the playoffs, I don't think that they're going to be able to make any noise. You know, too many of the constants that were there for them last year have not delivered this season. Whether you're talking about Marte, McNeil, Alonzo, those are three guys who were all-star caliber players for you last year. You know, McNeil won a batting title. Alonzo was a home run RBI machine. You know, Marte was an all-star. Those guys have had huge drop-offs this season. Huge. And there was a report that came out a little while ago from my buddy uh, John Morosi of MLB Network, Fox, the whole nine yards, he uh, tweeted out that the San Francisco Giants, who've had a really, really good season, big surprise this year, Giants are among the teams evaluating Justin Verlander as a trade deadline candidate should he become willing to waive his no-trade clause. And that's, look, there's a lot of pieces. We've talked about this a lot, Right. Guys like Verlander, Scherzer, they've got no trade clauses. Verlander is still under contract for another year more than Max Scherzer is. I, 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 as we get closer, I just can't see either one of those guys getting moved. But I guess stranger things have happened. you know. So we'll see what the next 9, 10 days have in store here. But that's where things stand for the Mets this weekend up in Boston. All right, let's get back to the football calls heel at 800 919 ESPN. Lee is in Long Island. He's up next here on 98.7. Lee, how are you? Dan, doing good, doing good. How you doing, sir? Good, Lee. What's up? Beautiful Saturday. So, uh, really quick, I want to talk about um, uh, Saquon Barkley and everything. About that last caller that said it was a tight end league, that guy couldn't name 25 teams different tight ends. He named Travis Kelsey. Wonderful. He probably named Mark Andrews, but he couldn't name the tight end for the Dolphins. Or the Ray. He couldn't name any of the tight ends in the league. So, it's not a tight end league. That's just the first point. Right. Uh, the second, and I had two quick points. I don't think you and, and the people who are, are, are arguing about Saquon Barkley are being intellectually honest about something. And that is, first off, if running backs are so easily replaceable and they're, and they're a dime a dozen. You can find them in the draft and you can do all this. And why don't the Giants just cut, you know, Saquon Barkley's on play here for the contract, cut him and go with Matt Breida if he's so easily replaceable. Because, because Matt know, Breida, because, well, Lee, I'll tell you why. Because and, Matt and, Breida. And you, and you signed Fournette. And I have another point, by the way. Okay. Because Matt Breida, number one, is not in the same category as Saquon Barkley. That's number one. And number exactly. two, 
The Giants, no, this, and this is even, I should have said this, number one, but whatever, order them any way you want. The Giants don't have a quarterback right now that is an upper echelon quarterback like some of these other teams have. They hope that Daniel Jones will be there in a couple of years, but right now they can't put the entire offense on his shoulders and say, all right, kid, go out there and throw the ball 40, 45 times a game and take us to the promised land. He's not that guy so yet. Then they know, then they know that. Saquon Barkley has much more value than the average running back off the street or a guy you would draft. And the second point is, if they're not willing to give him their contract, then let him go test free agency because he's not going to get the contract, right? Because people don't give running backs the contract, but they know that as soon as they do, a team will give him that contract. A team like the Cowboys, I bet you Jerry Jones would hand him that deal in a heartbeat. A, to steal him from the Giants, and B, to add him to that arsenal. So the truth of the matter is, they're using the franchise tag to hold him hostage. He knows he's worth more. He knows he would get more money, but they're not letting him go get that money, but they're going to they're saying, we need you. You're an important player, but we don't want to pay you, so we're going to make you pay, play for the amount of money we want to give you, and there's no other option he has. And it's a completely ridiculous system, and I'm telling you, in the next CBA, the players' union has to absolutely annihilate this and make it a, a non-starter that the franchise tag is being used so that the teams don't have to negotiate in good faith. And it's a, it's a terrible system. Well, look, it's not, it's not if there was yielding no dividends tag, to the cow. It's not yielding dividends to running backs right now. I agree with you, and I thank you for the phone call. Here's the other thing, though, where you're kind of – Jerry Jones wouldn't go sign Saquon Barkley. Remember, Jerry Jones, Ezekiel Elliott's out on the street, okay, because the Cowboys don't think he's worth what they were paying him. Okay, Tony Pollard is a guy who they put the franchise tag on, a guy who took over the lion's share of the running back responsibilities for them last year, ran for 1,000 yards, was a really, really productive player, but they're not going to pay him long term what he thinks an up-and-coming running back should be played. It's circumstantial. You know, look, there are a couple of teams. We mentioned Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry got paid by the Tennessee Titans. He's the guy that is the bell cow for that offense. You know, with Ryan Tannehill at the helm the last couple of years, Henry was the guy that was worth his weight in gold. We just gave you a couple of examples because, remember, Carolina, when they paid Christian McCaffrey or whatever, they didn't have a permanent solution at quarterback. How many different starting quarterbacks have the Panthers had since Cam Newton left, right? It's been like a revolving door. But if you're a team, it's going to be very, very rare in the NFL nowadays where if you have your so-called franchise quarterback, the guy that you've invested a lot of money in, that you're also going to have a running back that you're paying a ton of money to. It doesn't work that way. It's almost got to be one or the other. You know, like the Kansas City example. All right. Kansas City, that Super Bowl in 2019, like I told you, leading rusher didn't even have 500 yards. Last year, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. They're using my boy Isaiah Pacheco, Rutgers guy. Seventh-round pick, they're paying him no money. Why? Because you got the best player in the league at the quarterback position who makes a ton. Travis Kelsey, who is as big a weapon as there is at the tight end position, making a nice chunk of change. You see my point? So you have other ways to move the football and to do damage against an opposing defense. The running back position, by and large in the NFL, and you could disagree with this, you could think however the hell you want, but it's true. Running back position in the NFL nowadays, I equate it to what the goaltending position has become in the National Hockey League. You have a few examples to where it's one guy primarily, and they're going to ride him out and play, you know, 60-plus games a season. 
but more by and large, you have like a two-headed monster in goal in the NHL. These teams go about it by saying, you know what, we got this guy, we got this guy. We like them both. I mean, look in the playoffs for crying out loud. How many teams use two goaltenders even in a playoff series? You ride the hot hand. That's what these teams are doing at running back. Keep the backs fresh. You shuttle them in and out of the game. You get two, sometimes three guys to where you're not going to pay one an astronomical amount of money. And if you want to look at it with the Giants, by the way, okay, and Brian Dayball, philosophically, how he goes about running the offense, look at what he did up in Buffalo. Buffalo was never known for that run game when he was up there, especially with, like, marquee backs. They just weren't. Josh Allen was, like, their number one threat when it came to running the football because, number one, he was built for it. He had the skill set for it. Now, look. I'm a little bit old school, and I understand, like, the RPO type stuff with quarterbacks has been a big, big part of football nowadays. I get it, but I just think that's kind of putting your quarterback out there and maybe leaving him susceptible to injuries, which scares the you-know-what out of me. But you think about some of those guys that they had up in Buffalo. You know, the Devin Singletary's of the world, right? Matt Breida, who... Coincidentally enough, is now with the Giants. You know, Zach Moss, guys like that. Those aren't household names. Those are interchangeable parts. Nothing more, nothing less. Josh Allen was the second leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills. Brian Dayball's last year up in Buffalo. He only had 100 yards less rushing than, than Devin Singletary. And in a perfect world, I'm not saying that this is going to come to fruition this year because I still think they plan to have Saquon around. But in a perfect world, I think that that's how Brian Dayball envisions this offense for the Giants down the road. You know, I, I, I mentioned this. Don and I were talking about this when we were on doing the K-Show this week when the, you know, the deadline came and went without a new contract for Barkley. And I threw it out there, and I'll throw it out there again. When Joe Shane took over as the general manager before last season and he's in his office in those first few months and he's mapping out, you know, on the giant board that he has in his office, he's mapping out, you know, two, three, four years down the road about how he envisions this club to look and ideally what he would like it to be. And he sees the guys who are on this team right now and maybe like, farming it out for the future what is it going to take to pay these guys if I want to keep this guy around this guy around what is it going to cost how much am I going to have to save how much salary cap space am I going to have to allocate for this year for that year I said when he looked at this roster and he saw Saquon Barkley there a guy that he didn't draft Brian Dayball didn't draft deep down do you think he really envisioned when he mapped out 2024 2025 that Saquon Barkley was still going to be on this team you really think he did which means that if he is still on this team that he would have to allocate good money to keep around I don't think he planned on allocating good money to keep a running back around three years down the road when you're talking about a player who would be approaching 30 years of age I could get somebody younger cheaper and maybe it might be multiple players, but I could probably replace that production. And, oh, by the way, I hope I have a quarterback at that point who is going to be able to be more productive as well. 
800-919-3776. Grass is show till the top right here on 9870 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. The Baltimore Ravens are a team. And I get it. Look, they've got a running quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was actually on the island where I was. Last week, somebody said that they uh, they saw him and they snapped a picture with him, as a matter of fact. And that's an organization which gets it. You know, I, I'd sign up for the Baltimore Ravens last, you know, 20 years over almost any franchise in the National Football League. They just get it. They're always in the conversation. They're always going to be in the mix for the playoffs. You name it. But look at the Baltimore Ravens last year. They had three guys, apart from the quarterback, eat up the lion's share of their running responsibilities. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Kenyon Drake, all those guys got touches. And they all averaged about four and a half yards a carry or more. I mean, that's just the way they do things. And they get it. Remember, they're a smartly run organization. It's the way of the world right now in the NFL. Let's say hi to Danny and Centerpoint up next, 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Dan, pleasure as always. Uh, appreciate it. You What's know, up, Dan, Dan? We, speak a lot. We, we speak a lot. You know how much I, I, I bleed Jet Green. I mean, you know, post games with you, uh, uh, highlights of uh, uh, my Sunday, man, and, uh, and I know you get it. Um, I'd like to have a, you know, a real conversation here with you on two topics. Cause you know, I, I call the guys in the morning all the time and, you know, Dave uh, kind of hung up on me yesterday after I mentioned, you know, 10 and seven and, and, and where I go with that is, is, is this Dan. Okay. Why did he hang up on you when you mentioned 10 and seven? 
because he thinks 10 and 7 is, 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 is not going to make it. And I get it. It may not. You know what? I got news for you, Dan. I know you know football as good as anybody. 10 and 7 may not get us in the playoffs with the, with the competition in the AFC East, so in, in just in the AFC. But, you know, the bottom line here, Dan, is we, we talked about it. You know, if you get 3 and 3, which I think is a, a, a huge plus out of the first six games, that means in order to be 11 and 6, you have to go 8 and 3 the rest of the way. And, and I just think. You know, even though I, I know, listen, I my heart of hearts, I know that we're going to be a legit team. Other than injuries, which nobody can predict, if, if this team stays somewhat healthy and Rodgers stays upright and Mekhi Becton is legit, right, all of those things, and Brees Hall comes back maybe at the halfway point of the season, there's too much talent and our defense is too good not to be competitive. But to, to, to say, to, to hear talk about the Super Bowl and AFC Championship, listen, nobody else in this, in this, in this state would be more than I would be, but I, I just don't think that, 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 listen, the expectation, that would be great, but I, I think a more realistic expectation is to be competitive, to show that we can compete with Cincinnati, Buffalo, and, and the Chiefs, and, and fight our tails off to be a legit organization, and you know what, you know the deals that the roller coaster ride of a, of a season, Dan, right? You could, you could play your best on a Sunday and play some of those teams and still lose, so that 10-7 and 7 could very well be 12-5 and 5 or 11-6 and 6 or even, even dreaming at, at, at 14 and three, whatever, you know, whatever it might be. I just think, I just think getting us to the playoffs would be a huge, a, a huge point and a huge stepping stone for this organization at this point with Rogers feeling good and coming back as he seems like he's, he's invested here and he wants to come back for us possibly a second and third year. That's the, those are real dreams. So, you know, for Dave to hang up on me and say, it's not happening at 10 and seven, you, you're crazy. That's not a good expectation. Listen, I would love anything more than that i just don't think it's realistic with a whole new regime coming in a young team even even though rogers is the man i mean let's face it he's the mount rushmore quarterbacks and if he stays healthy i'm going to be thrilled as you're going to be doing the games and doing post game and all of that i just think you know 10 and 7 11 and 6 is real and i think if that gets us in the playoffs which it should I, I, I that is realistic to me and i'll be ecstatic the only other topic i wanted to say to you too and you know sorry for rambling here dan I just want to get it out so you, you can you can rebut talking about joe douglas and and sala being on the hot seat if this season is a flop the only way this season is a flop is if we are get riddled with injuries and rogers is not the quarterback and we lose key players other than that to talk about these two guys being on the hot seat after the dumpster fire that they both took over is is an absolute joke like if they don't make the playoffs they're on a hot seat that is such a joke that's why we're in this boat dan because we refuse to stay the course with a gm and a coach consistently that's why we're the organization that we've been for the last 40 years because we pull the plug on everybody we, we need to stay the course and have the mentality that these guys are here with us until they bring us a championship and unless it's a colossal flop in the next year or two there's no way you get rid of these two guys at all in, in my eyes that's just my opinion i'd love to hear your take on it uh, on both of those topics and, and and as always dan listen i look forward to the season my, the hairs on my arms are standing up and it's and it's july yeah. i am so pumped to this this is the the, the best feeling the- i've had at 53 years old dan i'm rooting for this team dan, dan you should dan you should and i thank you for the phone call i know you're pumped up here a couple of things to unpack there all right number one if you're asking me right now Everybody stays healthy. Yeah, I, I probably I'll say, you know, 10 and 7 is about fair. That's where you expect this team to be. Remember, they won seven games last year with no quarterback. None. You know, we ran through the numbers a little bit earlier. 
it was a revolving door. The one thing that kept this team from the playoffs last year was the quarterback position. And I've been look, I'll, I'll say it again, and hopefully we don't have to keep saying this. If Mike White doesn't get hurt last year, they'll find a way to win another game or two and get into the playoffs. They would have. Neither here nor there. The goals are now higher when you have this guy. But the AFC, if you want to look at it objectively, the AFC is a different beast than the NFC. It is a lot deeper, a lot more competitive. And when you're talking about the upper echelon quarterbacks in the NFL right now, it's the AFC. You know, we were just tossing around some stuff earlier in the week, like off the air, just, you know, like an t- arbitrary like top ten list for quarterbacks in the NFL. Seven or eight of them come from the AFC. All right, so it is a beast that they're going to have to deal with. You know, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and we're talking – we don't even include Cleveland as that, like, upper echelon. You know, Trevor Lawrence is a guy that now he's got a playoff win under his belt. He was supposed to be God's gift to quarterbacks as of a couple of years ago. What if he continues to take his next game to – or his game to another level? Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, you know – Will Russell Wilson revert back to the form that he showed earlier in his career? I mean, those are Aaron Rodgers now you throw in the mix. That's seven, eight guys that are pretty impressive. And who's to say that one of these rookies ain't going to potentially flash? You know, Houston's got a rookie quarterback. Indianapolis has a rookie quarterback here. You know, is Levis going to get a shot in Tennessee? I'm not putting him with all these other guys, but, you know, who knows? Tua down in Miami. Right, if he could stay healthy, they got weapons on that team. Let's say hi to Sean in Locust Island. Where the hell's Locust Island, Sean? Locust Valley. Oh, Locust Valley. Okay, that explains it. So, I I, I got to rip all these jet callers calling in, saying, "Oh, three and three, ten and seven. Let's make the playoff. Let's change the organization." That would be a move if you get Derek Carr. That's a loser mentality. We didn't get Derek Carr. We didn't get a mediocre quarterback. We got a Hall of Fame, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback to come in for two to maybe three years. Playoffs should be the bottom. It's the Super Bowl. Minimum. That is it. Bottom line. The only reason you bring this guy in is for the Super Bowl. If it was Derek Carr, a different story. Maybe you make the playoffs, you look good, but no. This guy changes the organization and does things that nobody can do. It's Super Bowl or bust. Anything else is a loser mentality. That's all I got to say for you. Thank you. Sean, thanks for the call. Here's what I'll say. I agree with you. Minimum playoffs. You have to make the playoffs this year. But to say Super Bowl or bust, that's a little harsh, and I'll tell you why. Playoffs? You're talking about a team that hasn't been to the playoffs in 12 years. It's the longest, not that you need to be reminded, it's the longest postseason drought of any team in North American pro sports. NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, the Jets. It's hard to sit there. You know the old expression, you got to learn how to walk before you can run? It's hard to sit here for not making the playoffs in 12 years and say not only should you make the playoffs, you should win the damn Super Bowl. The stretch. And especially considering the fact that you heard Aaron Rodgers say just yesterday with DNR in the morning that he views this thing as more than a one-year proposition, if he is able to and if he's upright. Jets gave up a lot to get him. He wants to see this thing through. 
800-919-3776. Cross the show till the top right here on 98.7 ESPN. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Like we spent a lot of time talking about this Saquon thing. Running backs, how much they should be paid, their worth, their value, all those things. And, you know, some people have called and tweeted and all this stuff about, you know, this idea that, you know, teams with the franchise tag, they're, they're, they're holding the player hostage. You know, $10 million. I, you know, I don't know what walk of life where $10 million you want to pay somebody for a year is considered holding them hostage. All right. And number two, okay, if you want to talk about how the Giants are not giving Saquon what he's worth and not paying him what he, you know, quote unquote, he can get on the open market if there's one or two other teams out there that would be receptive to something like that. Well, you think the Giants are automatically, because I think fans are, the fans that have that, that attitude and that approach towards these negotiations with Saquon, they're looking at it as the Saquon who was great last year. Or maybe not great, but very, very good. But Giants are looking at this thing big picture because they run a business. And that's how sometimes it's tough for fans to see that because the fans are so passionate. They love their players. They love their teams. They can't look at it objectively. Giants have to. The people in management, the front office, they have to look at it that way. Because the fans are looking at Saquon was great last year. But the organization has to look at this thing a little bit more difficultly and say, well, okay. What about the previous two years where Saquon ran for like 600 yards combined because of injuries, right? 600 yards over a couple of years. Did the Giants say to him, hey, Saquon, how about you give us back some of that money that we're paying you because you really haven't produced during that two years? No. Why doesn't it work that way? So everybody thinks that Saquon is getting jobbed here. 
and that maybe he's not getting what he's worth. Well, what about when the Giants were paying him a lot more than what he was giving them in production in return? Because even in 2021, he played 13 games. He didn't even total 600 yards rushing. What about that? Giants knock on his door and say, hey, Saquon, give us some of that money back? No. But that's how they're looking at it here and deciding how much should we allocate to a running back. Pete in Long Island, up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Pete, how are you? Dan, how are you? Peter, what's going on? So let's, let's get into running back. Listen, I'm watching football for 60-some-odd years. You know, I'm 65, right? Yep. And so the running back, obviously, you know, the game has changed. It's changed dramatically. But let's take a look at the Jets last year, mm-hmm. okay? And I think this relates to Saquon a little bit. The Jets were a significantly different team after Hall got hurt. Correct. Significantly different. Right? When he went down, I'll never forget when he went down, I said, that season's over. Because you, because of what he brought to the team and not having an Aaron Rodgers. And you just, by the way, said one of your callers mentioned, speaking just playoffs when you have Aaron Rodgers is low. That you should be thinking Super Bowl or bust. And as far as them not making, and I think, Dan, you said they haven't made the playoffs in 12 years, that's irrelevant. Either did Cincinnati, and they went to the Super Bowl with Burrow. Right, so one twelve years though. like an Aaron Rodgers or, or <laughs> Joe Burrow. One twelve years. Well, it wasn't twelve. No, no, but it was pretty close. We're talking about Cincinnati, right? You know, remember so, Cincinnati? I, Cincinnati at least had all those runs in the. Uh, what the hell? What do, you, what do they call those? The aughts, like from twenty ten on. Remember when right. you had Andy Dalton and Marvin? Like they were, they went to the playoffs like three, four years in a row. They would never win when they get there, but they would make the playoffs at least. They did, they did. But you never considered them a powerhouse, like a like a like a Baltimore or a Pittsburgh or so forth, right? But you're right with Dalton. Cincinnati made. How about that? Little... Cincinnati made the playoffs, uh, Pete, five straight years, starting in twenty eleven. Think about that. Five years in a row. Did they really? Yeah, yeah, you don't think of you know what? You're, you're correct, and and they did. And they my, and they didn't win any playoff was, games. They lost in the first right. round every no, they year. They lost in the first round every time. But I'm talking about a quarterback really brings your level up. But when you're looking at the running back, it it does when you don't have that quarterback, and that quarterback is the Joe Burrows, the Mahomes, et cetera, Josh Allen, right? You better have the running back, which is what the Jets showed last year with Brees Hall. And I think with the Giants, what you just mentioned it about, listen, he didn't do anything for a couple of years because he was hurt and he was coming back from that injury and they didn't recount that money back from him. But he's still wanting top, top, top money for a position that's really not valuing it that way. And your callers that are calling in, as great as they are and as much sports as they know, they're not looking at it as a businessman. They're looking at it as, you know, you know an electrician would look at it or or a union person would look at it that's not how you look at it when you're building a team you have to look at it is does this fit in the whole scope of of my of my structure uh, and what do i put a value on each position just like if you're running a business each position has a different value and and the running back position as valuable as as as, as it is and i think the jet showed that last year with all it's just not going to get the same pay as it, you know, as it did in the past because it has to go to the quarterbacks now and it has to go to the receivers. And that's just the way it is. And Barkley's not going to change that. And I think he and his team, his agent, 
misread it. I really believe they, they misread it, and I think it's going to cost them a couple of million dollars. Pete, thanks for the Using the franchise. Think about the, you know, and think of it this way. I'll give you an example. This past year, okay, in the offseason, baseball. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. They got the luxury tax. You know, teams can adhere to it if they like, whatever. But you got a team like the Mets, Steve Cohen, richest owner in sports. He don't care shooting past that tax. He'll pay the penalty. He's already doing it this year. It's over $400 million. Jacob DeGrom, career Met. Career Met. When healthy, best pitcher in baseball. Won back-to-back Cy Young Awards. Right? But wasn't always available the previous couple of seasons. Went to free agency. When he was right, best pitcher in baseball. Nobody like him. No salary cap. Starting pitcher. Starting pitcher a lot more valued in Major League Baseball than running back is in the NFL. He could have easily just given him a blank check. Right? Everything that Jacob DeGrom did for the Mets, so on and so forth, premium position. But what happened? They looked at it rationally and said, you know what? We don't know if we can trust this guy to stay healthy. And in hindsight, it turned out to be a great decision, not because the Mets are anything good this year, but because Jacob DeGrom has already gone under the knife for Tommy John surgery with the Texas Rangers. So they didn't approach what Texas came after him with money-wise. So look at it now by comparison what the Giants are doing with Saquon Barkley. They look at the five-year window of his career. If you really want to be rational about it, you know, he had three productive seasons out of five. Two of the last three have not been productive. And they should just throw all the principles and all the right ways of building a team out the window because they like the guy personally and just give him a blank check? where it could potentially cripple them moving forward with the salary cap where there are ramifications. That's the difference. 800-919-3776. We'll close it out with you on the phones. Grasa till the top right here on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Dan Grossa Show on 98.7 ESPN. I, I know that sometimes, like, things happen that are out of the ordinary and, and, and could signal that, like, the universe is maybe, like, flipping upside down or something. I don't know. And one of them could be tonight because Harvey is contemplating not actually going to the Red Bulls game tonight. I, I couldn't believe it when he said it. And Is that still true or what? Yeah, it is. I mean, like, not for nothing. I like the... I don't really like this League Cups thing. 
there's value in winning this tournament, but it is mostly seen as just a cash grab. So it's not a real game. It's not an it's, MLS game. It's like the it's the thing that Messi did last night for Miami. It was against yeah. the Mexican League team. Yeah, the the Mexican League and the US leagues have been forging this partnership for years now. But now it's gone full scale to where both leagues are intertwined and they have group stages and all that stuff. So while it's not really like uh, uh this this isn't like the end season tournament for the NBA. These don't count towards the MLS and Mexican regular season. Well, nobody knows what that garbage is going to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and, and what a what a cash grab that is. But yeah. still, like this game technically does matter a bit because if you become top three, you make the Champions League the following season. So are you able to unload the tickets if you don't? Because now Harvey's got to work till like midnight because the Met game got shuttled around. I mean, really, what are we doing? Why, why are we so soft in sports? You guys can't play on the rain now. I don't, I don't disagree. Well, my point is this, is that why, why apparently do we don't, don't we have anybody to work anymore? Because every time this happens, you have to put in like a 78-hour shift or something like that. Look, <laughs> that's above my pay grade, my friend. And Joe is leaving you high and dry because he's going to the movies. Yeah, this Barbenheimer uh, epidemic is sweeping the nation all of a sudden. You know, not for nothing. And I know that you can't plan when a movie is released or when, you know, but like this weekend, these movies are coming out. The weather this weekend is supposed to be like, we gave you a weather forecast in the show already. You know, this is the place that people come for weather. We told you it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice today, nice tomorrow. Yet everybody and their mother, Joe, Anthony Pusick, they're going to the movies to go sit inside a theater for eight hours. Yeah, that's what you want to do. Why don't they like why don't they do these like double feature things or like plan to go see two movies at once like in the middle of winter in the dead of winter when nobody wants to be outside? Instead or of even summer. better, you know, do it at a drive-thru. Get the uh, Or do it at a drive-thru. We need to bring back the drive-thru. You know what? I got a good mind to quit this whole radio media thing and then just open up a drive-thru. What do you think about that? I think you should start now. Forget the Jets and this whole Next week. Start next week. I'll be there. Speaking of next week, I'm glad you reminded me. Don and I on the K show on Monday, okay? And then on Tuesday, we're going to be at the golf outing on Long Island uh, from 12 to 3. Bart, Han, myself, we're all going to be kind of like flip-flopping the airwaves, taking over the mic at times. So that is the uh, schedule for the next couple of days for yours truly. As far as the schedule is concerned this afternoon, like we said, we got Yankee baseball against the Kansas City Royals. Garrett Cole on the mound to see if they could take the first two against the Royals. That gets underway at 1 o'clock today. Mets are going to be playing a couple of games. They'll pick up last night's suspended contest at 2 p.m. And then tonight, it's the regularly scheduled game at 7 with Max Scherzer on the mound against James Paxton. So that is the baseball for today. And another busy week of football, right? Giants are going to open up camp on Tuesday. I'm sure that, you know, Dayball and Shane are going to have to answer some questions about Saquon, his whereabouts, do they expect him in, blah, 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 blah. And uh, the Jets are going to continue full steam ahead with their camp here. And, hey, they got themselves a game in, what, a week from Thursday. Hall of Fame game right here on 98.7 ESPN. So we look forward to that. That'll do it for us, though, today. This was a lot of fun. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to Harvey. Anita is coming up next, everybody, so keep it tuned there. We'll talk to you Monday at 3 on the K-Show. Grass is saying, have a good weekend. 98.7 ESPN. I got my Ph.D. in fruit. Blah, 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 blah.